welcome to I Am Not Okay With Day. I am your host, Day. You guys, oh my gosh, I miss you. I miss doing this. It's so crazy because this has become such a regular part of my life that in this time of not doing this, I've been like, what am I doing with myself? I feel the gap. I really do feel the thing that's missing. And honestly, it's actually been harder for me, I feel like, to even process my own emotions because this is a huge, um, it's a platform, obviously, to talk about things, but it's just my own space of talking through what I feel. And since I haven't been doing it, I just really haven't been talking about my feelings as much as I should be, I feel like, or just dealing with it in a general sense in a healthy way. Um, but here we are, guys. I'm doing a quick little mini episode for you because honestly, I miss this and I feel like I need this for myself. And I miss y'all. And I want to give you a little, a little something to hold on to until I come back like for real, for real. Okay. <laughs> and give you guys a quick little update on how I'm doing, what's going on, what's new, all the things. So this episode is going to be a little bit different. I don't have like my regular, you know, plan some type of way thing. We're not doing that this time around because we don't plan on doing this for too long. But I still want to just come on here and talk to you guys about what's been happening with me. I sound like such an influencer. Hey guys, just want to come and hop on here. Just want to tell you these things. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay. So anyway, guys, it's been a couple weeks since I've taken my break. And honestly, y'all, things have not gone as I planned. Okay. Because in my head, I was like, okay, I have X amount of days to go like real, real hard to study, do all the things. And I created this whole like schedule for myself and this routine. And I was like, okay, this is what we're going to do. And, you know, as life has it, I have my Tuesdays and Thursdays free, but um, mainly mainly because of my own fault, TBH, okay, <laughs> mainly because of my poor boundaries, because I suck at boundaries, which <laughs> I realized um, later on in life, I didn't realize this was a problem until recently. But yes, because I suck at boundaries, the days that I created free to study, I ended up filling with, you know, other things that I immediately regretted okay <laughs> and so the plans just didn't happen I mean I did have some days of course where I did follow through but not as many as I wanted to like I have not been going as hard as I wanted to and so I, of course I was beating myself up about those things because I was like uh, you had one job, girl. You had one job. This is your only number one priority. Why can't you get it together? On top of the fact that, you know, guys, as as also life goes, there were days when I was really struggling mentally and really pushing myself to study was just, it wasn't happening. Like there was this one day, y'all, I... I ended up just making it a self-care day and honestly I don't regret doing it. <laughs> I don't regret doing it but the actual day was really hard because basically I realized on a Thursday that I ended up scheduling a massage like months ago. I didn't even remember the day of the massage. I scheduled it 
on this particular Thursday. And the timing, like the time when it was, it was like, okay, the morning. So like late morning. So I would be able to come back home and do the things. Well, then I, I impulsively decided to schedule a hair appointment um, with not my regular girl, which was a, a mistake, but we're not even going to go there, y'all. We're not even going to go there. Anyway, I impulsively decided to do this because I was like, I really wanted to change my hair color. And so I added that to the schedule, which that took way longer than we needed it to. And so the day was just done at that point. Like, and I ended up coming home and I was like, well, I could either start studying now or I could just chalk up this day to self-care and do nothing and relax. And I ended up doing that. And you know what? I don't regret it. Now that I look back, I'm like, thank God I did that because I really needed that. Just where I was mentally, y'all, I needed it. And physically too, girl, my body, girl, <laughs> girl, y'all, y'all are my girls and my guys too. <laughs> I do call my guys girls sometimes. I'm sorry. It's just, a, it's, this is what I do. Anyway, um, I needed it physically. We're not going to get into all the things I was doing, but y'all, my body was broke up, broke up, mash up. It was bad. Okay. <laughs> I was done. So I needed that massage. So you know what? It all worked out. It all worked out very well. Um, and you know what? Despite things not going as planned, I have to say we're okay. And I think this is something that I'm really trying to learn. I'm trying to adjust where when things don't go as planned, I can adapt to it and let's keep it moving. And it's not going to be the end of the world because we all know, especially with the divorce and just that huge bomb where you now everything you thought you knew, you no longer know. And now you have to just like everything you have to just reevaluate your entire life. The, the act of adapting and changing to me was just, it was something that I got used to doing for a long time, actually, but it ended up being like the hardest thing to do, even though it was something I was used to doing, you know, and especially with just the mental and emotional implications of, of course, the divorce, it was hard. And so in a general sense, any time after that, that I had to deal with any kind of like adapting to certain situations, even if it was small, it was something that was so hard for me to deal with. And so like just even being able to be okay with the fact that, okay, plans are no longer what it, what we fought, but we can be okay with this and move on is huge for me. So I am celebrating. I'm happy. It's a good thing. And guys, at this moment in time, I'm recording this a week before my test and you guys okay <laughs> this is why I really need this because I really need to talk through how I'm feeling about this so in the beginning when I first mentioned this to you guys I of course was very nervous about the test and I really was not feeling prepared for the test and I I just had a lot of anxiety but I had a lot of like thoughts that I'm going to fail this like 
I prepped myself. You know, I don't know if you guys have ever heard people say this, but like they people say, you know, just lower your expectations so you're not disappointed. Like don't have expectations so you're not disappointed, right? So that is how I was approaching the test. I was like, okay, I am going into this expecting to fail. Like I'm going into this with the understanding that it is a great possibility that I will fail this test. And I thought, you know, I was helping myself out. I thought that, you know, by me with going into the test with this mindset, if I fail, it won't be too hard of a blow and it'll be okay, right? But (laughs) as one of my best friends so graciously put it, she said to me the other day, stop fooling yourself, okay? Because you are gonna be disappointed if you go in there and you fail. Whether you tell yourself you're gonna pass or fail, if you feel you're gonna be disappointed, period. There's nothing that you can really tell yourself that's not gonna make you feel bad about failing this test, okay? So why not go into it feeling more confident with a more positive mindset that you will pass this test because overall that's going to build your confidence and you're just going to have a better um you're just going to feel better about it so why not just do it like that because you are going to feel disappointed either way like you're trying to protect yourself with this um a mindset that like oh you're going to be fine but girl you're not stop fooling yourself don't do that I say go into it, be completely positive and confident with what you're doing and believe that you're going to pass the test because what's the harm in that? And I really had to sit and think about this and again, be honest with myself about how I was really feeling and what I was doing and realizing that I'm doing this act as as a way of protecting myself and say, you know what? you're absolutely correct. I'm going to stop this. And honestly, ever since that, I have approached just prepping for the test with a more positive outlook and, you know, feeling more confident in myself and my abilities. And I can genuinely say that like right now, it's a week before I obviously do have some anxiety, but I feel okay. You guys, I feel okay. I don't feel that like immense um, pressure and that just like fear. Like I'm not acting in a state of just complete fear. You know what I mean? And I I think I'm actually like I really want to pass and I think I can pass. I think I will pass. But if I fail, I actually feel like I'll be okay Also, you know, my mom, everybody is encouraging me. My mom says to me, worst case scenario, you fail it and then you just keep on going. You fail, you just do it again and you're going to be okay. It's going to be okay. No matter what happens, it's going to be okay. And I really needed also that reassurance from my mom because I didn't realize just how much pressure I was putting on myself to do this and to pass. And there's so much on, on, so much at stake of just like doing this, you know, passing and just having the reassurance from the people around me that like, you're going to be okay. What, whatever happens, it's going to be okay. Just made me feel like, you know what? You're right. It'll be okay. I will be okay. We're going to be fine. And so 
Yeah, I'm feeling I'm feeling good. I did a practice test this morning. I passed it. So that's also probably something that's boosting my confidence. Even though literally I passed it and in my head, my immediate reactions as well. We passed it because of XYZ. Here are the circumstances. Like trying to almost um almost like explain away the reasons why we pass instead of fully just celebrating the fact that we passed this practice test and I had to check myself and be like girl you passed the practice test and this is this is the first full practice test that I've done that I've passed I did two like half mock tests before um one I failed and one I passed and so it's like you know but this is the first like real full mock test you know for the four, the full four hours sitting down doing the thing and I passed it and I was like this is this is reason to celebrate so I am celebrating I'm very proud of myself for what I've done thus far I am very grateful to the Lord for what he's done for me in terms of helping me prep the people he's he's given me for support. You know, I've been prepping for the test with one of my friends and that's been so helpful. I mean, she's been one of the reasons why I feel like I even have so much confidence and have learned and understood so many more things. And I'm just really grateful for for all of that. So yeah, guys, that's me. I am feeling confident about the test. I'm feeling good. And I hope the next time I come, I have great, great news that we passed the test. Okay. (laughs) Um, This is my prayer. Emotionally, mentally, how have I been doing? That's a good question. I, if you guys have followed me on social media, first of all, make sure you're doing that. If you're not, go ahead and do that right now. Follow me on Instagram. I am not okay pod on Instagram. If you guys follow me on Instagram, you would have seen the post that I made the other day about just judging myself for my emotions. Yes, guys, that continues. I continue to judge myself. I continue to hold myself at a completely unrealistic standard that is really detrimental to just my emotional healing and progress. And I frustrate myself so much. I said to my friend the other day, sometimes I am tired of myself. I am so tired of myself. Like, girl, why? And my friend was like, you are literally judging yourself for judging yourself. Girl, stop this. Stop. (laughs) And it's true. You guys, what is wrong with me? I know some of you guys can probably relate, but like, why do we do this to ourselves? I don't know who told me that I'm a superhuman. Who told me that I'm a superhero and that I shouldn't experience my emotions and feelings? Who told me that? I I don't know. But like, I literally... I struggle so much because there's times when I'm feeling good and I equate feeling good to feeling like, okay, like we're going to be fine from here on out. We're never going to have bad days. So then when I have bad days or bad moments, then I beat myself up even more because it's like, girl, you should be fine. You should be fine. Why are you feeling this way? And I just constantly have to remind myself, my therapist, we all know she's a queen, okay? She's the real MVP. She constantly reminds me also, like, you are allowed to feel this. You should be feeling this. It's okay. It's okay. And guys, I know this 
podcast is called I am not okay and it's okay and that's the whole premise of this but like I I I be forgetting that's why I need to keep on doing this because I forget I forget and I fall back into the same habits and that's another thing you know I have uh how can we say this I I've been living my life a certain way for years and years so obviously changing that is going to take time I'm not gonna just automatically get up and just know what to do and do it you know I'm realizing too there are things that I have learned especially in therapy about myself how I deal with emotions and how I deal with conflict and I've learned how to change those things but the 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 thing is I expect that okay now that I know how to do it I need to just do it and that's just not realistic like if you know, if you form any kind of habit, you know it's going to, it's not going to just end right away. And so I'm really trying to remind myself, you are learning new things and it's going to take you time and practice to continue with these new things. Because you know what? It's kind of like when you're learning math as a kid, you know, like you, you do the math, your teacher teaches you how to do the equations in the class, then you do your practice in class so that when you have questions, you go ahead and you ask your teacher for clarification, then you do homework to test to make sure, okay, you know how to do this. And then you do your quizzes and your tests. And those are things to reiterate what you have learned, but it comes with a lot of practice and a lot of time. And so that's something I'm trying to remind myself of, like, I have learned new things and I am practicing it. And sometimes I'm not going to get it right. Sometimes I'm going to make mistakes. Sometimes I need to ask for help. Y'all know asking for help for me is just like so hard. I, I have a problem. (laughs) I have, I saw this the other day on Instagram, actually, it was like the um oh what do they call it like being a strong black woman or something like that let me you know what let me not talk lies let me bring this actually up and bring up the real um quote I follow therapy for black girls y'all follow that page it's great it's very validating and it's um they post a lot of amazing things I'm pulling it up right now, y'all. Here it is. Signs of a superwoman syndrome. That's what I have, y'all. Cannot be dependent on help from others, will not be vulnerable. This is my ultimate problem. And this is exactly why I have this podcast. (laughs) Obligation to present an image of strength always. Yes, I'm trying. I think I have, I've been trying to break that down. And I think I've done that well. So I'm, 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 I'm happy about that. Obligation to suppress emotions, y'all. This is a huge problem. A huge problem I have. And it's something that I, I am working on, but also like it's so hard because, and it's something I've been really dealing with in therapy. I don't think I've talked about this before, but you know, the other day I was in therapy and I was talking to my therapist about the fact that Therapy is my space to talk about how I'm feeling and also the podcast. But what happens is I will talk about how I feel in therapy and then I will close it up in a nice little box and I will kind of like shut off my emotions and avoid them for the rest of the week until the next week for therapy. And so it's kind of like, girl, 
you're defeating the whole purpose. Like you're not actually doing what you're supposed to be doing. And I realize like I do this because I judge myself so harshly on my feelings and it feels so overwhelming to feel that I'm just like, nope, can't do this, can't do this. And we need to end this. <laughs> anyway, then we said here in the superwoman syndrome, back to that, motivated to succeed against all odds facts has a responsibility to put others before herself, bro, facts. I don't want to get into this too much for just for respect and just because I don't even feel like I have a, I, I'm in a good place of even talking about this, but you guys, my my feeling of responsibility for others has really been detrimental to me and it's affected me so badly, especially in these last couple of weeks. And that's what I was talking about when I mentioned my poor boundaries because y'all like, I've had a really hard time just establishing my own boundaries and I've overextended myself. That's something that I've done for a lot of my adult life, honestly. And... It's something that I I kind of like, it's kind of my default at this point. But now that I'm going through my own thing, what starts to happen to me is I feel very exhausted. Like you guys, I'm tired every day. I go to my bed at like eight o'clock every day, y'all, because I'm just so tired all the time. And I, I notice that I'm getting extra exhausted. Just like physically, I just feel like I can't you know? And that is because I overextend myself because I'm trying to take on everything for everyone. And my therapist, you know, she that's something I've been working on a lot too. Like she's telling me, girl, everybody else around you are adults. They got, they have their own responsibility. You can be there for them, but you cannot take on everybody else's stuff. Like physically, literally, you can't do that. And it's something I'm working on. I obviously have not gotten there yet, but it over these past couple of weeks has been something that has been very difficult for me to navigate. And especially as, you know, my test is coming up. And as I told you guys, like I've really needed to prioritize this. Uh, it's almost like, you know, when you you go through the test, like you learn something new and then you get all the tests all the tests about it as I said with the math it's like that same thing mentally and emotionally you learn something new you realize a new thing about yourself and that's when all those tests come and you're just like oh it's so hard to like really go through it you know but it's the ultimate thing that will make you move forward and it'll make you just do and be better and so y'all I'm trying I'm trying <laughs> it's hard pray for me okay so anyways that's where I've been y'all emotionally mentally I've been good I've been bad I've had my days you know I've struggled with boundaries but we're so grateful things th things are they're not as bad as they could be and I'm still very much grateful for the place that I'm in right now so yeah that's me y'all I do not want to leave without sharing something I won't well is this what God has taught me maybe uh, maybe it's what God has reiterated to me I think I don't want to leave the podcast without talking about God because obviously he's been the real MVP okay he's been the number one 
thing keeping me going. And so we have to acknowledge him. So I guess I'll share with you something that I have learned or studied in my devotions this um, this morning, actually. So y'all, I've mentioned in a couple episodes ago that I've been doing a women's study. And this is like nothing, this is nothing like official. This is just what I've been doing for myself. I've basically been looking up women in the Bible in different situations. I'm trying to go through all the women, all the women in the Bible, and just reading about their stories, studying them, learning, you know, learning from them. And so this morning I read, um, about Moses, his mom, his sister, and Pharaoh's daughter. So the story that I read this morning, um, it's Exodus 2, and it was talking about Moses' birth. So for those who don't know, this is the time where um, we're in Egypt. The Israelites, they're thriving. They're doing great. The Egyptians are realizing this, and they're like, no, we can't have this. So the Pharaoh, who's the leader of the Egyptians, decide that we need to kill all the male Israelites, all the male sons born to the Israelites, because they're going to help populate them, and we can't have this. And so they kill off all the, the, the boys, the boy babies. But... Moses's mom, she obviously had him. He was a boy. She couldn't do it. And so she hid him for a couple months. But when it was becoming like too much time to hide him, she decided, okay, we can't do this anymore. So we need another plan. And so her plan was she created this little basket and she put him in there and she put him in the river. And so it's interesting because as I read the story, you know, you can't, this is the thing about the Bible. There's a lot of like fill in the blank sometimes and you can't really know where people's heads were at at certain times, but she puts him in there and she sends his sister to kind of watch and to see what's going to happen. And so she puts him in the river and his sister, Miriam, she's there watching him and to see, you know, make sure he's going to be okay. And sure enough, what happens? Moses ends up in the area where the Pharaoh's daughter is taking a bath and so she finds him and she sees he's crying she has compassion she's like i want to keep this baby and so she asks pharaoh and he says yes and she can she can keep the baby and so she ends up taking the baby in so his sister now she sees this happening and she's like this is perfect she decides this is a great opportunity to get in here. And so she goes and she says, well, when Pharaoh's daughter first sees the baby, she realizes it's a Hebrew male boy that is supposed to be killed. So when she ends up asking for him to be, you know, not only saved, but for her to take care of him, you know, she at that point is not a parent. She didn't have her own kids. So there's no way for her to really um, take care of this kid. And so Miriam comes in and she says, hey, I know a Hebrew woman who can nurse your child. Of course, that woman happens to be Moses' mom. And so Moses's mom ends up nursing her son um, until like, you know, she has to wean him off. And so that's the story. And for me, as I read this story, there's so many things that come up. But I think the biggest thing for me that came up is just the resourcefulness of women, the resourcefulness of Miriam. The Bible doesn't say how old she was at this time, but I feel like she was young. She was not old. And the fact that she just came up with this plan, it's like, girl, 
Okay, we love that for you. We love an intelligent moment, woman. We stand. Okay. And then you have the influence of Pharaoh's daughter here. You know, like Pharaoh could have seen this baby and be like, girl, bye. He needs to go. He's an Israelite. He needs to die. But Pharaoh's daughter had such an influence that she was able to save Moses' life. And then his mom, even with her having this plan of like hiding him and then putting him in this basket, there was so much risk to this. But somehow she came to terms with this and she did it. And then she was able to have this relationship with him for a lot longer than she even anticipated. And so just thinking about how God used three women in this case to save Moses' life and ultimately kind of pave the way for the rest of his life, it's amazing. And it just made me feel so encouraged as a woman, as a person even going through, again, my prep for this test, I just felt like, you know what? Yes, God, you have given me the brain to use in situations that are going to be difficult. You have given me the knowledge and the wisdom. You've given me access to you for when I don't know what to do. I can ask you for help to help me in certain situations. And so I'm going to hold on to that. And so even this morning when I got ready to do the practice test, I was feeling so much more confident because I had that reminder of how God can use you and the things that he gives you. You know, God has given each and every one of us certain skills, abilities, talents. Every single one of us has it. I know sometimes we feel like, okay, I don't have this specific talent. So like, I don't have anything, but that's false. We all have something, something that we're good at, something that's unique for us. And we need to use it. Be confident in what that thing is because you got it. You got it, girl. You got it, boy. Y'all all got it. Okay, so let's use it. So I just wanted to share that with you guys because that's really the thing that kept me going this morning and I think will keep me going, especially as I prep for this test. I hope it's something that resonates with you all. So that's it for me guys today with this episode, my little mini episode, which turns out not to be so many after all. It's not as short as I thought it would be. I guess that's because I'm just a long-winded, talkative person. <laughs> Perfect for podcast. But there it is, y'all. I'm coming back. Okay, the test is next week. We're going to be back the following week, y'all. Let me look up the date because do I even know what date that is right now? Let me see here. May 11th, y'all. That's May 11th, Tuesday. We are going to be back with another episode. And then we're going to, that's our season two, y'all. So we're going to be back and then we're going to keep on with our new episodes for season two. So stay tuned. You guys, I'm very excited because I'm really planning on expanding the podcast. We're planning on doing bigger and greater things, okay? So stay tuned. Thank you guys for hanging in there. Y'all are still listening to me even in this hiatus. I'm grateful. I thank you. I love you. Appreciate y'all. Also, 
From the last episode, I was telling you guys, follow me. I said it earlier today. Follow me on social media. But also, if y'all have any questions, any topics that you want us to do, anyone you want me to talk to, go ahead and email me. I am not okay pod at gmail.com. Okay. DM me. I am not okay pod on Instagram. I'm on Twitter, y'all. I'm not active on there, but we're there. I'm not okay pod. (laughs) Facebook, I am not okay with day podcast and our private group, y'all come on there, hop on there. Let's form a community. We're all there. We're going through it. Let's help each other out. So we're going to be back May 11th, Tuesday, and I look forward to talking to you guys, sharing more and just create, continuing to create and maintain this space of authenticity and vulnerability. Love you guys. Until next time. Bye.